episode number 327. If you hold Bitcoin, you are forced to improve your health, eat better diet. If you're going to have $10 million in 10 years holding one Bitcoin, or you're going to have $50,000 now, I bet 99% of you would pick the 10 mil. How do you get to 10 years from now? You have to survive. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. And welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up and bringing you some fuego in your earballs, eyeballs, wherever you want to listen to your boy today. But after this show, I think you're going to want to think about your lifestyle a little different and how you can leverage that in many different ways, not only with your time, but your money, your income, and bottom line is Bitcoin too. There's things you can do to invest right now uh, to change your life forever. And my man has done that, taking himself from basically in a situation of debt, going all in on entrepreneurship, telling himself he's never going to go back to a regular job. And he has created two multi-figure businesses, guys, and, uh, and literally created a, a lifestyle for himself where he basically has created financial freedom. What I would say for himself, Mr. Colin, how's your day going today? <laughs> it's great, man. I'm loving the energy. You, I'm honestly was a little tired and you got me so woke and ready. All I need to figure out is how to bottle this energy and sell it. Let's go. I'll be having a great business. Uh, so Mr. Colin Yerkeson is on the show today, guys. Uh, Colin, so tell us a little bit about your journey, my man. Um, you know, obviously we all at some point, you don't want to make changes in our life. Maybe you say, hey, we, want, we, we never want to work for the man again, if you want to call it that. And uh, we make the entrepreneurship leap. But what was that for you, man? I mean, uh, was it just an epiphany? Was it a moment? Uh, what, what caused it? Yeah, um, I was unhappy, man. I was really unhappy. I, uh, I was going down the wrong path and I knew it. Like the way I was brought up, you know, with my family, they're so good. They taught me so many, you know, valuable, um, you know, things to live by. And, you know, I was doing so much drugs and alcohol and partying way too much, not making money, not really, you know, living by any passions of mine. They all kind of flew out the window and I was just going, you know, every other day it was just like in the hamster wheel. I'm like, what is my purpose in life? You know? Right. Um, so, you know, when that really hit the fan, um, I always had, you know, a belief in myself, you know, just, just that I would be great at something. Like I would, I, I was meant to be here for some reason. Um, so that's when I just dug into personal development. You know, I got into like Gary Vee, mm -hmm. um, Ed Milet, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, all the personal development books, started listening to their audio books on the way to work. I'd get so fired up. I'd get to work. I'd be like, what the hell? And then I drive home and I get fired up again. So I'm like, right. right. The missing link is like this, this whole eight hours during the day. I need to be like fired up on something that I can use their energy and use their advice to like go ham on my own shit and not go ham at my job that I hate working for somewhere else where I'm right. capped on how much I can make. So right. that, you know, that was six months, man. I'm just constantly learning, hearing, getting fired up, just listening, listening, listening. And then all of a sudden the information started to overflow and I needed to take action. Like I had to, there just something gave in me. I didn't care about what people thought anymore. And I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to try something. I'm going to yes. figure it out. 
I'm going to make money. There's this internet thing. Everyone's on Instagram, traveling the world, driving Ferraris at 16. Like, well, there's no reason I can't do this. Right. So that's when it started. I, uh, I started just really voicing my opinion on my personal brand. I went to like my first Grant Cardone event and I would like story like, hey, guys, I just learned this, this and this from this event. You haven't been. You guys got to try it. All my friends, you know, in my in my area, I live around. Right, you fucking weirdo! Why would you post that? You know, just getting the constant like criticism nonstop. Anyway, I just I blew past that. Um, basically, what happened was I invested into um, a automation a Shopify business where like gotcha. they run their ads or whatever, right. and it was a total scam. They scammed me twenty thousand dollars, and that twenty k. I didn't have, I took out a loan when I was working at my job. So I had good credit at the time. I had a, you know, uh, I was making $55,000 a year right. and I leveraged that to get a personal good loan story. of 20 grand. So I got the 20 grand. I'm like, awesome. I, I invested a little bit into a networking event. I got some more books. And then I had this whole opportunity through them the 20K. Two weeks later, I find out it's completely gone. Oh. And I don't have nearly enough money to even pay for my, one, my rent, two, of my student loans are $800 a month. I'm 50 grand in debt. I'm 30 grand plus this new 20 grand. Plus I'm like, 20. I, I'm like, I'm fucked. Like I'm literally fucked. So that was crazy for me getting in that, like that pickle, um, really thinking that like, you know, I was there, I learned the Gary V all this stuff. I'm opening up to this new world and then I get scammed. Scammed. Yeah. So like the universe just rips me right back into hell. Right. And I'm, like, I'm sitting why, in my why, room. Why does this shit happen to me, dude? Yeah. Why me? Why me? So anyway, it was a blessing, man. That that happened for me, for, for me, not to me. Right. So the reason that happened is because that ruined my credit. I defaulted on that loan because I couldn't fucking pay it. And I sure as hell wasn't telling my parents I wasn't going back to New Jersey. Right. So I defaulted on it. And what happened was... I just, I was depressed, man. Like I didn't go out anymore. I stopped talking to people. People realized that like I was struggling financially. I wasn't going out anymore. I couldn't go party. I was like locked away. So I, I was like, why don't I look at my finances in the face? Like, well, let me really look at my credit and pull this shit up. So I got out, you know, all my FICO scores on Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. I started typing in how to read your credit file, um, how to remove inquiries. How, and I was just like, there, there's something I could play with here. And I find ways to hack the credit game, find ways to, uh, to make changes to your credit guys. Exactly. So that's how it started, man. So I removed the debt from that personal loan using the Fair Credit Reporting Act because I protected myself and I filed some claims and I got it off my file um, because it was a collection. So I removed the collection and when that happened, my score went back up to like a 730 and then I got like seven cards in a row because I learned how to sequence. I was like, all right, I already have these two. I started mapping it out and I did a sequence and I swear to God, it was like, it shouldn't have happened. I got denied for two in a row, but I kept calling the reconsideration line and they all got approved. So I got approved for seven cards in one day. And with those cards, I had about like 70 grand of capital. And I just said, fuck it. I'm out. I'm quitting my job. So I quit my job with 70 grand in credit, this new, you know, uh, passion of credit now. And I just started using my personal brand that I was already kind of doing. Um, And I was like, 
I'm just going to start teaching people about credit. So I started just teaching people that were in similar boats as me. And I found out that there was hundreds of kids just like me, all fucked up with inquiries, student loans, debt they couldn't pay. And they all started flooding me because I was that that go-to person. That was all they knew. And I, you know, I was vulnerable enough to admit all my mistakes. And that is how Credit Class was born. And when I launched Credit Class, once again, this is just another thing that like I sat in a coffee shop. And I was working there every single day, kind of just hustling. And I was like, damn, I'm, I'm coming out with, you know, all these credit videos every single month, you know, three videos a week on Instagram for free. It's getting hundreds of shares. Everyone wants this knowledge. How do I I make money on this? So I was like, let me, and I was all of a sudden credit class popped in my head. I was thinking like college, school, class, credit class. I looked up the name on Instagram. It was available. I was like, no. So, and that's like a solid name. So I literally slapped a little logo together. I created a private Instagram page and I sat there for eight hours on Black Friday and I put together every single piece of information in my mind, the sequencing, the travel hacks, status matching, everything you know about credit. And I just put it in one little box and I said, hey, this is credit class. Guys, I'm launching it tomorrow on Black Friday. It's going to be $250. You pay me on Zelle or Venmo and you get access. I had 26 people sign up in one day. I made $6,500 and I never looked back. And that was it, man. And that one little thing started my entire journey. And that was November of 2019. Yeah. So 2020, I moved to Bali. I said, fuck Scottsdale. I hate this toxic place. I'm out of here. Wow. Just moved across the world to Bali. I lived in Chengdu. Then I went to Dubai, London. Then I just progressively kept meeting new people. I had new business partners. I recreated Credit Class twice into these amazing courses, came out with a coaching program. Uh, Credit Class, in my first year of business, did almost a million dollars in profit. Ba-bam! So so that happened. Then I started, like, we could get into, I mean, I'll, I'll get into, like, you know, the pandemic happened, bro. Oh my God, so dude. I literally did this all at the perfect timing because yeah, when I finally didn't have any more debt, I paid off all my student loans in one shot, right. had zero debt. And I had like 50 grand in my bank account in March, the liquidity crisis happened and everything's on sale. Everything. And I'm like, this is a dream. Like I, I can mean, invest. Great timing. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what'd you do what with I, that? What'd you do in that time? What'd you do in that time? Yeah. So, so this is crazy. So March happened. I'm sitting in and I'm like a travel hacker. So I, I teach travel hacking and credit. Right. So I'm sitting in suites and villas all around the world right now. Like I literally went from 50 grand in debt, depressed in my room, addicted to drinking and drugs right. to a year later, not even in Hawaii, in a villa, hacking it for $200 a month, sitting on 50 grand in cash, watching the world go down in flames, ready to invest. So I'm sitting there like, all right, it's time. Let me start reaching out to people. I start uh, reaching out. First, I did my dad's financial advisor, you know, typical family office, stocks, bonds, ETFs. They're like, you got to buy this ETF. You got So traditional shit. I threw in 10K. And then I learned, I was educating myself about liquidity pumping, quantitative easing, you know, all the fake money printing. I was like, this is not, this doesn't feel right. This is old school. I don't like this. Then I was like, I always knew about Bitcoin. I I knew about it in 2017. I didn't invest yet, but I was like, let me take a deep dive into this. 
I bought five Bitcoin for uh, 5K a pop. So 25 grand. Um, but this is what happened. I didn't fully understand it. I sold like a month later. Anyway, this took me from March until May. So March, April, May, three months of really reading, studying, learning. Same thing with the personal development, except like, you know, at this time it's finance. This is real. This is where am I putting my money? What's making sense? And Bitcoin clicked for me in May to the fact to the point where I was like, I know this is going to be the next global reserve currency. I'm putting every cent of my life into this thing. Wow. And that's when I started buying. So I accumulated most of my Bitcoin under 10,000. Um, I still buy every single day, dollar cost average. I've, I mean, I've, I don't even know how much percentage I'm up in my Bitcoin, but you know, I've quintupled my net worth technically. You know, I was probably worth. 500k now i'm worth over two million dollars absolutely um it's just been a wild journey man and like now if you want to ask like you know what am i doing right now it's bitcoin dude like i still have credit class people still buy i still help people with credit repair but if your passion isn't fully immersed into the thing that you're doing then it's it's not going to work so right now even though i don't really monetize bitcoin right it's my passion man like i i will figure out a way to make it how credit class was because credit class i was doing it for three months for free bitcoin right now i've literally been pitching it take TikToks three a day youtubes for free but it'll come a time where i can somehow make money off of it i'm not worried about that right now so yes. that's kind of my story in a wrap i also retired my mom um to go i bought my first rental property in philadelphia um i've taken my family on many family vacations um done a lot of really cool shit in the past two years it's been a while what a crazy journey dude and it's still just the beginning baby it's still just the beginning at the end of the day uh like i tell all my entrepreneurs because the world is full of abundance man there's so much abundance around us so many things uh do you just believe in the bitcoin in the crypto world or do you believe in the other ones as well yeah, man. So you're it's taking the pop. Are you taking the pop mentality of just the just the BTC? Yeah. So let me kind of just talk about that because that's an amazing question. Um, so what happens with everyone, man? Like, I don't know if you have Bitcoin or not. Do you? I, we have a crypto fund. Yes. Yes, we do. We okay, cool. So this is what happens for everyone on their on their journey through crypto. They first hear about Bitcoin, right? Because that's daddy. That's number one. It's always, you know, hopefully will always be the biggest. I think thank God will. wants to thank God. Exactly. So anyway, everyone starts with Bitcoin. They buy their first Bitcoin. And then five minutes later, they hear about Dogecoin. They hear about Catcoin. They hear about all these, dude, this one's going to 100x. This one's going to 10x. And what they do is they eat, they, they don't put money into that one because that's too hard. You just send your Bitcoin and exchange it for that shitcoin. And all these shitcoins start taking your Bitcoin. And what happens is even if you do make the money, you sell your shitcoin or your altcoin, then you get taxed 30 to 40% for short-term capital gains. People don't even know about that. Right. So it just, it just gets into this whole mess in like a maze almost. So for me, I, in the beginning, I only did Bitcoin. Then I was like, okay, I want to actually make some profits in USD terms. Like, cause Bitcoin, I know I'm buying, holding forever. Set. I'm never right. selling. Yeah, just so, so I'm like, okay, let me actually make some money then. Cause I want to actually, you know, I have a lot of money right now. I'm in it for the next year with some of these coins. I can 10, 20, 30 X on some of these larger, you know, cap coins like XRP, uh, Ethereum. Stellar. Absolutely. So anyway, 
my story goes like this. So I invest, I, t- I took apart a, a $50,000 and I said, I'm going to put this into not Bitcoin. Like the so I put $20,000 into Ethereum back at 400 in August. Still hold, I still hold all of them. I have t- uh, 11 X that money, you know, that. Yeah, it's crazy. 20K <laughs> over 220 grand as of yeah, yeah. the other day, but of course it dropped a little bit right now. Right. I'm I, that's the only thing I hold right now. That's the only altcoin that I actually have like not converted into Bitcoin. Gotcha. Everything else, XRP converted into Bitcoin. I couldn't handle the SEC. Yeah. I didn't even believe in it. It's hard to do something when you don't believe in it. And after I've learned so much about Bitcoin and how it's decentralized and it's peer to peer, and you can truly hold your own money and it's unconfiscatable, right. you can't do that shit with any other coin. Ethereum, they're going to proof of stake with Ethereum too. That's so controllable by the larger holders. So like yeah. now I'm just, I'm, I'm selling my Ethereum, you know, at the, at uh, probably, at you know, yeah, at the highest high I can. I mean, I have a plan where if it hits these certain targets, I'm going to start offloading my position. Yeah. Um, XRP, I sold into Bitcoin. My chain link, I sold uh, into another shit coin and lost all the money. Um, so for me, man, I'm not saying you can't make money off all coins. I'm just saying I know Bitcoin in the next decade could literally make me hundreds of millions of dollars and I will never have to spend it. I'm already this far deep. Why would I risk anything? I'm just going to stick to my plan, continually buy dollar cost average, and I borrow against it too. And we can get into that. I've taken out $220,000 Bitcoin loan to buy more Bitcoin off my Bitcoin. So that's the Michael Saylor strategy right there, baby. Let's go. Exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. What what kind of companies do that? What kind of companies do that? Just for those that are listening that might want to take that idea. Yes. So guys, obviously anytime you're doing this, it comes with a lot of risk because you have to post your Bitcoin as collateral. If that price drops, when you take your loan, you have the chance of getting liquidated. So they give you a loan to value ratio. So let's say, you know, in my instance, I borrowed a hundred thousand dollars on my first loan, which means I had to put up $200,000, 50% LTV. Um, So as long as my loan stayed at 50%, I was good. If it, if it went to 85%, you get margin called. They let you know, hey, we're going to start liquidating your position, post more collateral of your Bitcoin stash. So if you don't have extra Bitcoin, yeah. then you squeeze are fucked. Exactly. So what I did is, you know, I had I had about, I think, of 500 grand in Bitcoin at the time when I did that. So I figured, okay, I'll put up 200K. I still have 300,000 more just in case. And I did it at my first loan I took out was at 16K. Gotcha. So obviously it worked out. I bought I bought 10 more Bitcoin with my two loans and that added to my full stash. So yeah, for me, it was worth it. Uh, my loans are still at 210K that I have to obviously pay back. But my whole plan is sell my Ethereum position. I could already sell it right now and pay off all the loans. Right. Obviously, you don't do that in a bull market. You want to time it and yeah, get it yeah. at the top. Right. So my plan is Ethereum is going to pay for my 2020 taxes and it's also going to pay for my Bitcoin loan. Right, and then I'll also have profit left over just for cash to live in 2022. I think so too, man. Yeah, I absolutely think so. It's it, the key thing about investing is being able to take your profits. Because yes. that's the one thing that I've known that I did uh, many times. Um, you know, I remember buying Bitcoin in the in the uh, the, the 200 range, and uh, then it hit to 2,000, and people were like, "Holy fuck, 10x!" And this was just unheard of and in the same year in the same few months from then colin it went to 20 
You know what I mean? And then it went back to six to 11. And so the key thing in, in all the journey is this, being able to sell some, you know? I remember yeah. in November, December, I was telling my wife, Amber, this is crazy. We got to be plugging some of this away. We sold some and went to uh, New York, kind of did some of the same things you're talking about, you know, living to experience your life by the fact you, you know, you, you put something in the right investment, but you're willing to some point liquidate. But I like your strategy too of a, a hold strategy, because I think that uh, on any investment, the more assets you have, the better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you could just have houses and stocks and how, uh, you know, a little bit of cash and the crypto and everything, the more of those things you have, it really is the better. Now, some are going to go all in one more than the other. Some yeah. are going to not be in any of them, right, Colin? And they're just going to miss appreciation of money, uh, you know, because you're like, you've experienced appreciation of money by putting it in the right place. And then you'll appreciate it when it, you cash out and you pay your taxes and you pay your, you know, your lifestyle and things like that. And, uh, so that's the key thing I think that that uh, to teach these kids as well, Colin, uh, is to be able to win, to take profits, man. I mean, uh, that was one of my biggest wins is being able to take profits and uh, and put it into something real, put it into a house, put it, sure. you know, take a profit and put it into something that's real, that's an asset that's under your name. And then uh, the more of those things you have, the more your life becomes a little easier each day, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, and the one thing I would say is people say the only thing truly scarce in the world is time but it's time in Bitcoin because there's, there you go. So, so what I would say is like, if you want to sell positions, sell Ethereum, sell XRP, like those are money. That's money. You're converting that into USD, right? Bitcoin, you can't convert into better money than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the end goal of any investment. It needs to be put in the Bitcoin if you want to preserve your wealth for the long term in the best money of all time. People aren't thinking that way yet. People are taking profits in USD. I'm like, how does that compare to Bitcoin? Price it in Bitcoin. Right. And it's all shit. So when you when you really want to look at an so asset true. value, price it in Bitcoin and see what it is. And honestly, at the end of the day, make sure that you guys hold. Because uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I've seen, you see too many times guys and gals get in and trade and this and that, and then they never, never get back in. You know, like the key thing I've seen quite often, Colin, in my journey is staying in the whole Dude. journey, taking some profits along the way to pay for things and pay for your yeah. lifestyle and pay for taxes and pay for this. But you still overall, like you're going to experience is you're going to have an incredible life, do for yourself because you're able to yeah. hold through yeah. the pain, through the downturns, through the upsides, yeah. through the your dollar cost average and you're buying more right now when it's down, you know? And Dude, uh, yesterday I spent $12,000 on Bitcoin and smart. it's at what, 50 yeah. grand. I bought Bitcoin at 9,000, I buy it at 50,000. I bought some at 58,000. I don't care what the price is because in four years, years from now, yeah. the well, next bull run, we're going to a million. Yeah. Then we're going to 10 million. And then yeah. we'll be done at around 10 to 15 million a coin. And then people are like, dude, 50K is expensive. You're out of your mind. You guys just aren't thinking long-term. If you have a low time preference, then you're good. Like. Bitcoin has absolutely changed my life. I was the most impatient person you would ever meet. I wanted everything now. I wanted short-term fulfillment. I wanted, that's why I like drugs, alcohol, right. partying. it's all now. It's like happy. It's that fake fun. Right. If you hold Bitcoin, you are forced to improve your health, 
eat better diet. If you're going to have $10 million in 10 years holding one Bitcoin, or you're going to have $50,000 now, I bet 99% of you would pick the 10 mil. How do you get to 10 years from now? You have to fucking survive. Yeah, you do. So what do you do? <laughs> okay. I got to start being smarter. I got to take care of my health. I'm going to really, you know, uh, value the people around me, set up this nice life because in 10 years when shit actually happens and it's 10 mil, I can do whatever the fuck I want. And my younger self, I'm going to thank for being like, yo, dude, thank you so much for allowing me to get to this point where I can enjoy my life. Thanks for yes. setting me up. And like I said, and no matter what you are investing in guys and gals, you got to take that mentality. Literally, it doesn't matter. We just have a guest at Samuel Nickenbacher. He's a very smart guy about finances. He's helping people change their lifestyle around finances, but he would take a safe strategy around insurance products and things like that, which are still long-term. They're never going to see the returns that we're going to probably see with some of these things, right? Yeah. And that's okay. That's literally okay because that's just his strategy and what makes him basically sleep at night, right? The key thing is that he still has that long-term strategy. And Anyone that's listening, uh, the short-term stuff, the come and go, the lottery ticket, the, 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 uh, the, the uh, things that come fast can also leave quickly too that I've seen in my life. And uh, I'm right with, with you, bro. I'm right there with you, man. It's, it's the key thing is holding. The key thing in lifestyle is uh, creating businesses like you have where you're educating people. I love what you're doing around like you've done with credit. So important for people to learn about that. It's such an under under undertaught thing in, in colleges and school. And, uh, and then now this is the next one that maybe is undertaught that you can kind of help bring resonance to, uh, this is it, man. It's, it's like my baby all over again. It's the same passion I felt for credit a year and a half to two years ago. And it's just a, such a bigger space. Like credit is going to be done. We're approaching the end of credit. I'm happy. I had my fun with it. I'm happy. I helped thousands of people, right. but I'm literally at the forefront of a new world that's not going away for the next couple hundred years. Like this is the new internet. This would be me and you talking in 1996 on a radio, talking about this new internet thing, making fun of it probably, except, you know, we know now that this is the new thing. Everyone's gonna be tokenized, decentralized. It's all going into crypto. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's it, Some will go faster than others. Some will go slower than others, but it's a slow transition. And most importantly, the people that are getting in right now in your business, in life. And also I always tell everybody, if you got 10 bucks, you can put it on Robinhood or you can put it in uh, Coinbase. Now you might be paying a little bit of fees. I know people don't love Robinhood. Let me, let me say something on Robinhood. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. If you're buying Bitcoin on Robinhood, please don't because it's an IOU. You never can take it off. It's a derivative. Own, yeah, they, it's a yeah, derivative. They, they own your Bitcoin. So guys, if you want to buy $10 a day, like you just said, go to swanbitcoin.com slash Colin Erickson. When you deposit $100, you get $10 for free and I get $10 for free too. Um, and it's incredible, guys. You can dollar cost average every day. You set it and forget it. It debits it out of your bank account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's say you do 10 bucks a day. It'll pull 70 bucks on Monday. And on Monday, it'll do 10, Tuesday, 10, Wednesday, gotcha. 10, and you never see it coming out you know it's just that. automatic yeah i love that you got to do that too set it forget it investments take the money out make it automated pay yourself first i always say yeah. that you know and 
and you'll have a life like my man Colin has. You, Colin, it's going to be crazy for you, brother. It's going to be hopefully crazy for your boy T Huff in the next couple of years here. And, yeah. uh, but, but, but the journey is fun. And, uh, and most importantly, you're, you, I can feel your passion, man, that you really enjoy uh, not only educating people, but uh, learning yourself. Uh, and I think yeah. that's even with the OGs, the people that hate the space, like Charlie Munger, who thinks Bitcoin's rat poison, which I don't, I can't hate him because you know he's a good guy. He's a he's just ninety five years old or whatever. Yeah. And, and and AJ honestly he he knows his type of investments and that has worked for him because he's held his type of investments. And uh, we're talking to future Charlie Mungers and Warren Buffetts here, uh, you know. And so that's the way to think about it. But now, my man, we're about to take you into our top ten. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. Give your Instagram a shout out so we can give people there. At Colin Yerkeson, C-O-L-I-N-Y-U-R-C-I-S-I-N. And we'll put that in the show notes as well, guys. Chicken or steak if you're thinking about a good meal? Steak. Steak for the That's cheat hard. meal. For the cheat meal. You got to stay fit for the chicken and then the steak of the, the cheat meals. A laptop yeah. or smartphone? Smartphone. Smartphone. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Spotify. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Reading books. Reading books. Stocks, real estate, or crypto, baby? Crypto all the way. <laughs> and ocean or lakes if you're thinking about a vacation? Ocean. What ocean would you want to go to right now if you could hop on a plane and get the hell out of here? Mediterranean. Mediterranean. I love that. Santorini. Some beautiful areas out there. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. And when you're waking up in your morning and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, why do you love being you? Because I go all in. Woo! That's a good strategy too, guys, in many ways, because it puts you into a set where you have to put in the work, baby. And my man is putting in the work but also really at the end of the day, helping his people because he's helping to find uh, not only in the credit business, but now in the Bitcoin business, ways to help improve their lives yeah. financially, you know? Um, it's all about helping people, man. And how you do one thing is how you do everything, for real. Ooh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Do you think you'll ever uh, retire from the game of uh, Bitcoin or the game of entrepreneurship, business, coaching? I, I'm not going to stop until I'm a billionaire, but when I'm a billionaire, Ooh. I'll probably like just get so obsessed with seeing crazy parts of the world. Like I love traveling. That'll right. always be one of my passion. Like I'm a hotel geek, airports, jets, planes. I love right. all that shit. Um, so yeah, I'll probably just get more passion project oriented, not around money, around like weird shit. So we don't even know what the future uh, call is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, I like that. Uh, how do you typically start your day? Do you have a routine around your day or a way to get yourself ready for the day? How do you typically? Ooh, there we go. Journaling. Yeah, every day. I have a YouTube video. Uh, if you want to maybe put it in the bio. Of course. Um, I, it's called the morning routine movement. So that's another passion project I started. Gotcha. Uh, the morning routine, when I quit my job, I bought two whiteboards and I slapped them on my walls, big ass whiteboards. And I would write down, just brain dump everything every single day. And that evolved over time into my morning routine that I teach now. I also own a retreat company um, where we host Ooh, retreats in like, different locations. Our last one was in Tulum. Love and that. help on entrepreneurs, you know, integrate spiritually and with their business at the same time. Um, and that's one of the things we talk about every single time. It's the morning routine. Uh, mine goes right now. 
I wake up around like six, seven o'clock. I never set an alarm. I just wake up naturally. Right. Um, and I'll start with 10 minute meditation. Then I say 10 out loud affirmations, things that have already happened, but time just hasn't caught up yet. Um, so, you know, I'm a billionaire, you know, things like that. Um, then I go into, um, you know, the journal. So you grab your journal. This thing is literally tied to my hip. Like I do not leave a room without the journal. Everything in my brain is on here in paper. You got to write it down. Or else you're Absolutely. Not That's why you got a whole page load of notes right here about you, my man. Hey, hey, my new calling right here because I got a page full of notes. Let's go. There we go. So anyway, then you write 10 uh, things you're grateful for. Then you write a love letter to money. So think about money as if it was your girlfriend. If you're not paying attention to your girlfriend, she's not going to pay attention to you. Um, she'll probably break up with you. So you want to really cherish that relationship, you know, talk about your weak points, talk about the things you're doing right. Um, and that, you know, helps me a lot with, you know, it, I had to write, I'm making 10 grand a month for three months before it actually happened. But once it happened, I just moved the number up and it just keeps going up and up and up and up. Um, power list, five things that you can take action on for the day. I got that from Andy Fursella. Uh, the Four Agreements, I write that down. That's uh, a great book. I don't know if you guys have read it. I live by that. So I write that down every day. After that, I stretch. I hit the gym. Uh, I usually fast until 12 or do fruit uh, until 12 only. Um, and then I just, you know, get to my day. But that's usually an hour and a half to two hours to myself, no phone every single morning. And then I also do a night routine where you kind of brain dump and journal about your day. Did you live by your values? Did you do right by yourself today? What can you improve on tomorrow? What are the things I got to do tomorrow? And like, if you do that every day, it, it's game over. Like you win. Like you can't, you can't let yourself slip. Or else you're just, you know, you're not living up to your expectation. And then you just go hard on yourself because you're like, fuck, like, why am I not? Like, you know, everything, you know, you're cheating yourself. It's accountability and tracking yourself and your time and intentions and money and actions and everything is everything. Because exactly. not only do you get to check it off the list when you pop, when you do the positive thing, and you get to feel rewarded because I got that thing done. I did this. But like you said, for yourself too, he's like a lot of times we don't do things for ourselves, And so to be able to have a routine where you do things for yourself, get yourself ready, both in the morning and at the end of the day, not just watching TV, blah, 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 but really setting your intention uh, is going to make you so powerful. And I love that. You're the most, yeah, you're, you're the most important person in the world, in it's your life. True. Yeah, people forget this. They think it's Netflix, man. They think it's yeah. the favorite Disney character. Or yeah, like what do you want to do? <laughs> I remember Eric, or one of our guests said, you are the superhero of your movie, of your movie, and, and whatever you want to do, you can do. And I was like, you are right, dude. That is so right. Never forget that. Uh, do you have an app or a tool that like helps you with your business? Uh, we also, uh, you know, or a lifestyle uh, so many, I, I, so many, I mean, I have trainers now that, uh, I actually use this awesome app that they set me up with. I'll tell you in a sec. It's, um, it's the fitness app Trainerize. Um, okay. so that one they're giving, they're giving me like, you know, diet stuff. They're giving me all my workouts and videos. So that's something I've been using every day. Slack is a channel that I use to monitor my business. Um, I own two businesses, so I have teams in place. I have my content manager. Right. Um, I also really love Trello. Trello, if you're doing content, is incredible. You know, putting things on a board, to-do list. You have multiple people on there controlling things. Um, what else? Those are probably my top three as of right now. Yeah. Love, love Trello. So yeah. simple to use. It's been around since we started our business too, like literally 12 years ago. Uh, and it's been such a great tool consistently and such a, a, a value 
Uh, and I like I always like to say with technology, sometimes you got to keep it simple. And that's just another really simple, great tool to keep your life organized, to keep your plans organized and have teams. If you got flows, you got things going on. Uh, has there been, uh, uh, if you could sit down to a uh, chicken dinner or a steak dinner with anyone in the world, who would you want to chop it up with and sit down with today? Damn. They're coming to you. Do they have to be, can they be dead? Yeah, they can be. Satoshi, okay. Satoshi Nakamoto. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably sit down with like Steve Jobs. Hell yeah. Yeah. One of the greatest. Yeah, just the way he thinks and like just, you know, how different he had to think. And like, you know, he did a lot of psychedelics too. So I'm like, I'm sure he's got some insane stories. Insane. Incredible life and changed every part of our lives. Yeah. Uh, and we have many things to be grateful for, although they say he was a very difficult person to work with. I heard that as well, but you know. That's all right, baby. That's all right, Mr. Steve. I like you. I like you, sir. I like you. Has there been a book that has completely changed your life? You said the, the four agreements. I love so many, so many books have changed my life. Um, but I would say the ones I keep coming back to are the four agreements, think and grow rich, mm. uh, rich dad, poor dad. Um, I also love like the one that I told you about for the love letter to money. I love, uh, Jen Sincero. She oh, writes a, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love Jen Sincero. She's a yeah, badass. You are a badass. You are a badass. And then you are a badass and making money. That one's great. Um, the subtle, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. That one really taught me to like, just get up and like, just who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, honestly, like there's so many books, like books, man. And like self-education really just changes your life. And like, it's, it literally can happen within three to six months. If you just sit down every week and read a new book, like right. there's so many staple books you got to read. And once you understand them, you'll walk around the world and you'll look at people that also, you know, that you both read those books because you look at life differently now. So like you literally unlock this new outlook on everything. And so many other people are already operating like that. And then you're just catching up to them. And now like, now they're reading the next book. And like, I'm always trying to find out the next book. I just got a Kindle actually. I'm super pumped about it. Um, I just downloaded a book called the black swan. So like now I'm getting into finance books. Cause I'm like, I want to learn the history of how it was built up. Like, how are we at crypto now? How did fiat money get so fucked up? Like there's just, there's, there's too much, man. There's too much to learn. And the thing I love about books is someone's putting their entire like life story or history or, or, or if you want to call it secret sauce in a book and you get to just pick it up and, and pick it up for a reasonable price and then read it and then literally have your life change from it. If you, uh, if it's, you crazy. So it's, uh, it's one of those things that it's, people forget that as much as Netflix and all these great channels to entertain, which is awesome. I think it's great. Forget about that as much as if you spend one hour on yourself today, like my man Colin said, picking up a book that he said, Think and Grow Rich, or, you know, Four Agreements, which I personally love too. These books right. change your life. And, uh, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is literally take a little bit of time and, and do it. Uh, and guys, so- one, one thing on books, if you, if you don't like the book, put it down. Like if you're not fully immersed, like reading the whole thing, you're like, I want to just not stop. Yeah. Then don't read it. Like read little parts of it, but like try to get to the point where you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I love that. That's what I learned. If I don't like the book, I just move on and go to another one. Smart too. Yeah. Yeah. And some some author uh, I remember uh, some of them piss off authors, but uh, I forgot who said this. But he said, "Hey, you know what? If you get like three good thoughts out of the book, then you're done. 
<laughs> and he said, Hey, you get three good thoughts and then I'm just done with that shit. You know, what, what if it happened in the first paragraph or it happens in the paragraph chapter at the end of the book. He said, if I got three good things out of this book, I leave it. And I'm on, there's too many good books. He said, just like you said, it, it's kind of a fascinating because most good books, like you mentioned, you're going to instantly want to keep reading if you are tied to it. And if it's just those three things, you can find probably in the first paragraph, you go, Oh, this person's yeah. name, uh, where they're from. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, if you guys follow Ty Lopez, I mean, I, I took a lot of his courses and he has like a reading one and uh, he, it's crazy. Like he does that. Like he picks up three books at a time for the day. He reads one in the morning, one at lunch and one at night. And he just fucking rotates them and doesn't even read more than a chapter. And he's like, yeah, I read three books today. You don't really read all the knowledge in there. You just find little golden nuggets and then put it on the bookshelf and pull out some more. Or another tap just go to the last chap part of the chapter of each book and they usually put a summary, right? And so you just read the summaries. That's another one that you'd use that you know, as a school technique, right? You just, uh, so it just, there's so many different ways, but a lot of times people call it, they don't give themselves even any time to grow and prosper. Uh, but we really appreciate you, man, because not only are you changing in the game of credit, but the mindset of money with the new Bitcoin as well as, uh, just you in general, man. I mean, what you're doing, uh, I think you're generally, like we said, we don't even know what you're going to cover next. We don't know, man, but that's part of the journey and part of the fun of life. Uh, yeah. Where is your favorite pl uh, place for people to learn more about the, the credit business? Is it the, the leveragedlifestyle.com? Yeah, leveragedlifestyle.com has all of my courses and everything you want to learn. Like if you want to do Walmart automation, if you want to do credit class, credit class coaching, my close friends for Bitcoin, it's all on there. So it's like my website. So if you want to leverage your lifestyle, go there. Love that. And credit class on the beautiful IG. Brother, I appreciate your soul. And I, like I always say, you guys are in the, just in the first inning, baby. You are an incredible entrepreneur, an incredible mindset. Bitcoin to $10 million next time we talking, baby. Folks, you've been hanging out with Colin Yerkeson and Travis Tutal and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real. What another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story and the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts. That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. Do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts, and they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show, ilovepodcast.com. That's I-L-U-V podcast.com. Let's go.